You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you? Yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. All right, welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. Happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I just got in last night from the East Coast a little late, too. I was kind of, my flight got delayed, and then um, I came home, and I was like, oh, I need to eat something I haven't eaten today. I, will, I, I like, picked at stuff at the, at the airport, but I was like, I can't wait to, like, order some food from Postmates and just, like, have it ready when I got home, and then I had it, and I took two bites of it, and then it fell all over my carpet, and it ruined my new jeans and it ruined my new white shoes and it ruined my carpet and it was I still haven't eaten um but hopefully after this I can finally like have a bite to eat but anyway I'm a little beat but we had a really really good very successful no filter night out in Philly I did it with the Brav Bros Steel and Shooter if you guys aren't listening to the Brav Bros podcast you need to go and subscribe also subscribe to their YouTube channel they're great. I love Steel and Shooter. I had such a blast with them. They live in Philly. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a show in Philly, it has to be with the Brav Bros. And they were great. We had Dorinda Medley as our special guest on the show. We had Chris Bassett, who's married to Candace from Potomac. He was in the show as well. We had Kristen, a.k.a. Philly Diva, who was a rock star MC. She killed it. She had the crowd hyped. I was like, yes, Philly Diva. Let's go, girl. So it was a blast. We filled the room. There was not an empty table at City Winery, okay? We filled that shit. We did it. We did it. We're so grateful for the support. You guys came out. You showed up. I was so nervous because I'm like, listen, I don't know if anybody's going to show up for me in Philly, like, or for the show or for us. I was like, okay, well, at least, you know, the Bravo are local. They can call in some friends. They can call in some family. But, like, you guys came. You showed up for us. You you bought tickets and and meet and greet tickets and hung out with us and it was it meant so much to me because I was so nervous and I was so ex- so excited but also like apprehensive because I was like wait a minute is this going to go well? Am I going to like at first I remember even thinking like okay if 40 people show up I'll consider that a success cuz like getting 40 people to like get out of their house and show up at a venue and buy a ticket. Like, that's a big effort. But you guys did. And I had so fun. We got to hook up our VIPs with some some goodies from my pals at Pure Cane and my pals at Chomps. You guys know I love Pure Cane and Chomps. So I'm glad that I got to share those with you. It was a great night. Dorinda was a who. She, I will say, Dorinda can work a crowd. And I thought it was funny because, um, so she obviously doesn't live in in. Philly. She lives in New York. So she was traveling in and I was going to meet her in the lobby of the hotel because we were both staying at the at the Sofitel in, in Philly. And so I 
I was supposed to, I was like waiting for her. I wanted to make sure she was all checked in and everything was all good. And she was, you know, had an opportunity to get ready for the show. And so I was supposed to meet her. And so I'm texting with her team and they're like, oh yeah, Dorinda's there. She's in the lobby right now. And I'm like, oh, she's in the lobby? Where? I'm in the lobby. I don't see her. And I'm like looking all around and I'm like checking all the doors. I'm like, is she, they're like, oh, she's at check-in. Like she's literally there ready to go. And I'm like, mm, I don't see a Dorinda insight. Like there, she's literally not here. And then I'm like, oh, okay. So then I start like Googling other Sofitel hotels nearby. And I'm like, okay, what if she ended up at the wrong Sofitel? And like, is the next one even anywhere nearby? Only to find out she was at the wrong hotel. She was at a different hotel. That was only a few blocks away. Luckily, she was still in the same area. We were staying in Ritten, Ritten House Square, I think is what it was called. I get, there's like a, a gorgeous little park out there. So that's where we were staying. So luckily her other hotel was also in that same area, but the Sofitel was great and they were so sweet to us, but it was, it was just funny. Cause I was like, Dorinda is definitely like not here. Like I would know if Dorinda were here and I'm looking all around and there is no Dorinda. And then I was like, oh my God, is this going to be, you know, indicative of like what's to come later tonight? Luckily it wasn't at all. She was a total delight. She was, for the most part, I want to say, like, fully sober that night. I think that she may have had, like, a couple sips of wine or she had something. She had a a drink that was ordered to her table that I believe she had a couple of sips of. But, like, other than that, she was very professional. She was very composed. She was very engaging. We got to talk a little bit about Jill Zarin because she's like, oh, thank you for inviting me. And I was like, well, who else was I going to invite? Jill Zarin. And she's like, oh, I think you want me to say something about Jill Zarin. Well, she's like, listen, if you would have had Jill Zarin, I'm pretty sure she would have had a lot to say about me. But I don't have a lot to say about her. Boom. Clip. We did. A, we all did a clip on stage, too. But we did talk a bit about legacy. We didn't really talk too much about like contracts falling through or anything. But we talked about like who her ideal legacy cast would be if and when it should return. Because she says that she believes it will return at some point in some shape or form. But she says that, I mean, I don't think she said she wants Kelly Benson back. But she definitely mentioned Bethany. She said that Bethany would be great. She mentioned Tinsley, which was a bit shocking to me. She said that Tinsley coming back would actually be nice for Legacy because she didn't finish her last season. And I was like, oh, so you just want Tinsley to come and finish her contract. And then a lot of people asked us to ask her about Bethany and what her friendship was now. And we got a bit of like a PR answer. Like, I, I will say she didn't really give us much with that other than other than like... Bethany is in a different place in her life and she moved out to Connecticut so she doesn't get to like physically see her anymore and she's in a new relationship and she has her daughter and so you know Bethany's plate is just full and she's a bit distracted she's like but listen nobody can do confessionals like Bethany and if we were if we were able to get Bethany for a legacy like that would be ideal she definitely gives Bethany the credit of being the MVP of Real Housewives of New York she also gives a lot of credit to Ramona she said that she we cannot do legacy without Ramona and I agree. Ramona is legacy. You may not like Ramona, but she is legacy. And Dorinda and I both agreed. Like on the show, on television, Ramona is captivating. She is interesting. She is funny. She is a lot of things. She may be a little cuckoo crazy, but she's great television. I even asked her a bit about Brandy Glanville and Caroline Manso because remember she filmed Ultimate Girls Trip season two with Brandy and then there's all the drama that went down when filming Ultimate Girls Trip season four and I think that's why she didn't end up doing season four Dorinda is because she was supposed to be filming Legacy but that 
obviously has since fallen through and we'll see where that goes. But she says that that Brandy's great TV. Brandy is Brandy. You know, she she doesn't really know all the details of what went down in Morocco, but she's disappointed that whatever went down may have affected Caroline Manzo's opportunity to return to housewives in the future because she says that she wants to see caroline back on jersey she's never met care or i think she met caroline at BravoCon, but she doesn't know caroline well where she got to know brandy a lot better and she had a lot of really nice things to say about brandy and said that brandy is a very sweet woman she has a big heart you know she had a lot of really nice things to say about brandy but um she just said that she was disappointed to hear that something went down in ultimate ultimate girls trip and that, you know, it affected these ladies ability to come back and that, you know, she would love to see them both back and thriving on their respective shows. But again, like we really don't know what happened, right? We have like the leaks and we have the things that the the blogs have put out there, but we really don't know what happened. Brandy's maintained her innocence. Brandy's been very clear that she did not do anything wrong. She wants Peacock to release the audio and the footage that proves that she didn't do anything wrong. She also claims that she thinks that Caroline did this in retaliation because there was a fight between she and Caroline where she called Caroline out and she thinks Caroline was upset with her, but it's, you know, it's interesting. But Dorinda was very engaged, very open. There was one woman there. This was funny. She was like lit, like literally lit. And she's like, I don't watch any of this stuff. I'm just here because my partner brought me. And she was, she had a, a Q&A, a, a Q&A question. And then, but she got up and she's like, so I have a question for Deirdre. And she called her Deirdre instead of Dorinda. And Dorinda's like, who's Deirdre? And then she's like, all right, lady, sit down, shut up, sit down, take the mic, which I thought was kind of funny. And ultimately the girl wouldn't give up the mic and got to ask her a question. I don't even remember what her question was. I just remember she was lit. She was like, I can't, when we do the no filter like live shows, like they like people get so litty city. I love it because I love to hang out with everybody. Like I got to meet Darlene Christmas. That's her real name, Darlene Christmas. Darlene was a total hoop. I love that she brought her daughter and her husband and she made her husband study. She's like, I know you don't watch Zach and I don't know you don't watch Housewives, but you're going to watch and you're going to study. And they were a blast like such such a who um we had chris bassett there he was talking about where things stand with giselle not well where things stand with deborah who's ashley sesame street friend who's apparently filming again for the new season of potomac why i don't know but he says that he's done with giselle has no interest in any sort of relationship with her uh he spoke very openly about his marital struggles with candace they seem to be in a good place now. He has a new ebook, a new cookbook with recipes that he's putting out there. So go support Chris Bassett's new cookbook. His new ebook is out now. You can download it. We had fun. Chris was great. He was actually so, so cool. I really, really enjoyed hanging out with Chris. He came early, hung out, chatted with people at the meet and greet, was like taking fit- pictures and photos. And like he was literally so, so, so great and such a delight and just so respectful. Like I remember at one point we started doing meet and greet photos and I like forgot my jacket in the background. I was like, oh no, I forgot my jacket. And he's like, Zach, I got you. You stay, you take pictures. I'm going to go back there and I'm going to get you your, your jacket. He's like, which one are you doing? The blue or the pink? Because I had two and I didn't know which one I was going to wear. And I was like, I'll wear pink for meet and greet, blue for on stage. And so he went and he got me the pink jacket. Like he was just so nice, so accommodating, like just, you know, was like, listen, I'm here to support you guys, but like this is your show, so you have your moment to shine, which I thought was very, very sweet of him. Had nothing but nice things to say about him and Dorinda. And we didn't get to spend as much time with Dorinda. She got there right before the show started and then had to leave right after she got off stage. So we didn't get too much time to hang out with her, but 
we had fun. We won't be releasing any audio from the show. We may have some video clips that we'll post, but unfortunately there were some tech issues, so they didn't capture the audio. And yeah, but I mean, listen, if you couldn't make it, then you missed out on one hell of a night out with me and the Brav Bros. And you can get your tickets right now to our no filter night out in LA. Hello, it's my 30th birthday and I want to celebrate it with you at the Bourbon Room. We have a very special live taping of the No Filter Podcast. We have special guest Lala Kent. A lot more surprises, a lot more special guests that'll be coming out. So definitely come and check that out. I mean, listen, people bought their tickets to Philly early and we didn't even announce Dorinda and Chris until the week of. So you never know who you're going to have in store. But just know that we always curate a good crowd. We always bring out some good peeps. So it should be a blast. The last time we did the Bourbon Room, we had Sheena and Brock, Tom and uh, Sandavon Schwartz. Uh, Ariana came to that one. We had a lot of special. We had Captain Sean from Below Deck. We had Guy Tang from Bling Empire. We had Dr. V, who's been one of the the... She was from Marriage Boot Camp, but she was also featured a lot on Real Houses in New Jersey. She used to be on a, a show about shrinks for Bravo way back in the day as well. So we, we had a good a good crowd. We had some good peeps in the room. And well, trust me, we're going to have a lot more good peeps in the room this year. Uh, it's my 30th birthday. So get your tickets now at nofilterlive.com. You can get our Ultra VIP package, which comes with a brunch. You get everything from the VIP package the night of the show. So you get your gift bag. You get your meet and greet photos. You get your premiere seating. And then you also get access to brunch the next morning. I'm working with uh, working with the chef now to curate a fun custom menu. We're gonna have lots of fries. All, all my favorite goodies are gonna be are gonna be there. So we'll have some Bloody Marys, some mimosas, and have fun. So go to nofilterlive.com to get your tickets before they're all sold out. Okay, what else do we have today? We had a lot going on. Uh, we had the White House Correspondents Dinner. We have a, a, an interesting new clip of Vanderpump Rules. We have the Met Gala. We have. Um, what else? Oh, the Roni reboot is coming back. We had the OC trailer. Amazon announced a new show with Kristen Doty coming back. So we, we got a lot to break down. Okay. So the White House Correspondents Dinner was over the weekend. And we had Lisa Vanderpump, Lala Kent, and Ariana Maddox, who were all there looking gorge. We also got to see Dr. Wendy from Potomac. Chrissy Teigen was there. They had like Sophia Bush. They had a lot of different stars. And so a lot of people are like, well, what is the White House Correspondents Dinner? Like, what is this like a big deal? Like, this seems like a big deal. Like, the president goes to this. It's basically an award show. It's like the People's Choice Awards for journalism. Like, the Critics' Choice Awards, essentially. Like, a Met Gala for people in journalism. Maybe it's like a little more prestigious than that because it is hosted by the White House Correspondents Association. I believe there there may be like a charitable or like fundraising aspect to it as well. But it usually is the president there. Um, it's basically like a Met Gala, like a celebrity star-studded event to show off anybody who's anybody and relevant in the moment. So lots of celebs go. There's routinely a comedian that like does like an opening bit and a roast Usually the president will come out and do a little bit himself. I actually think this is a pretty big deal to have Ariana and Lisa Vanderbump there and Lala and whoever ran PR. Like they knew that this would generate lots of press. And again, it, it is, I think, one of the most 
Googled celebs from that event right now is Ariana Maddox. And I believe that the, the comedian, I wasn't familiar with him, but I'm, I'm sure he's very, very well known. Uh, but he made a joke about Vanderpump Rules and they like caught Ariana. So you can tell that they were trying to lean in and capitalize off of the moment of Vanderpump Rules. So I think that this was smart. The P, their PR team definitely knows how to generate press. Again, this is an event for the press. So they want to make sure that they keep it relevant. It's interesting that Lala got the invite too. I'm thinking maybe because of her ties to Randall and that whole scandal. And that's obviously what what's made her a bit more mainstream than the rest. Yeah, I because like the LA Times did their hit piece. I think, you know, Hulu's going to be doing something like, like they usually do the Housewife and the Hustler and the Housewife and the Shaw Shocker. I would think that Randall would be the next one that would make sense to cover that whole scandal. But Tom Sandoval and Raquel definitely didn't get the invite. I think that this is a great move for Lala and Ariana and Lisa. I don't think Tom and Raquel would have gotten the invite regardless. I think they're deemed a little too controversial. Um, That's not the type of press that I think we want. But, like, listen, this is basically the White House's Critics' Choice Awards. But Ariana looked great. She had this gorgeous white gown with this sheer white cape. Lisa wore a beautiful black gown, and she had, like, these sparkly shoulder pads that drooped down her arms. Lala looks incredible. She was rocking like this blue floral print gown. She looked very regal. Um, but it's usually not like a reality star studded event. It's more like mainstream celebs, actors, actresses, musicians. So but seeing more reality stars start to attend each year. I think Pete and Kim attended last year, right? Were they still together at that point? Possibly. Yeah, because they were together for the, the Met Gala. But Listen, they're peeking into mainstream celebrity culture. So thank you, Tom Sandoval. Thank you for getting your sandy balls all over the place and all over Raquel so that we can have Ariana have her moment and relish in her moment. Who would have thought? I always thought Stassi was going to be the biggest star. And not that she isn't a big star from Vanderpump Rules, but like Ariana's having her moment. Ariana's doing movies. Ariana's booked and busy. Ariana's doing her Bloomingdale's campaigns like Ariana's going to be leaving Vanderpump Rules soon and you know what good for her on to bigger and better we also have the Met Gala there was this rumor that came out on uh, I think it was in page six that the Kardashians were going to be banned from the Met Gala this year which apparently does not appear to be the case Kim Kardashian will be there today so will her family unclear exactly who again we're taping this before the Met Gala is officially kicked off so unclear what the situation is and which Kardashians will be in attendance. I believe Chloe and Kim hosted a pre-Met Gala party. So I'm assuming Chloe and Kim will be there. I don't know if Kendall and Kylie would be there. I feel like they're kind of over it at this point. I know Kylie was considering not going last year. Courtney was a last minute addition last year. I don't think Courtney's into the Met Gala. So if anything, I'd could see just Kim and Chloe being there. Maybe Chris. I think Chris might go. Maybe Kendall. I think Kendall, yeah, Kendall's a model. Of course she's going to be there. It's fashion. But Kim Kardashian will be there. And listen, Anna's not going to cut Kim from the list. Like, they both are keeping each other relevant right now. They need each other. So I think we're going to see Kim and Anna Wintour continue to collaborate again in the future. Anna Wintour is a very smart woman. You know, and Kim's huge in the fashion world now, right? I 
I feel like that's, yeah. I, I was reading Anna Winter's book, right? I started it. I haven't finished it. I probably should finish it. But I wonder if Rena will soon be going in that direction, like trying to get a spot at the Met Gala. Because her daughters are in fashion. Um, it seems like her team is really trying to pivot her into the high fashion direction. I think that that may be where she has her eyes set next, to be honest, is, is hitting up the Met Gala and continuing to build that brand. I think it's smart career-wise for her to rebrand and rebuild. I know people hate Rena, but like the woman works and she pivots and she works even, you know, if Bravo Land hates her, her career is doing just fine outside of reality TV. Like there's so much bigger of a world outside of the Bravo world. And I think Rena's going in that direction. Um, and Good for her. I mean, if Ariana can go to the the White House Correspondents' Dinner with Lala, then why can't Lisa Rinna and the Kardashians can all take over the Gala? Why can't Lisa Rinna eventually get herself a foot in that door? It's the direction she's going in. So Tom Sandoval says that he regrets lying about Raquel sleeping over while Ariana was away. There's a new clip for this week's episode. So we have this week, and then we have next week, and then it's the finale. So this is the week where Ken, where we hear about Raquel spending the night at, uh, spending the night at Tom Sandoval's house, right? Yeah. So that's this week, and then next week was supposed to be the original finale of Vanderpump Rules, like what was originally supposed to be, you know, the end of the season. And then we know that they obviously picked up cameras again and re-edited next week and the week after because there's a whole new Scandal episode. So I don't know how much overlap there will be between next week's episode and the actual finale, but next week's episode is supposed to be or was originally supposed to be the finale before they added in the additional Scandal episode. So there's a clip that came out this week where Tom Sandoval and Raquel and Schwartz admit to lying to Brock about Raquel spending the night. They said that they lied because of optics, which I guess is part of what Ken reveals. The episode hasn't come out yet. So we're going based off of just what clips and previews we've seen for this week. But so I guess it comes out that Raquel spent the night. Ken finds out. Ken brings it up on camera. It's Brock seems to ask them about it. And originally, Sandoval lies and says that Raquel did not spend the night. Then they change their story, and he's open, and he's like, no, actually, she did, but we just, you know, we didn't want to tell the truth at first because the optics were going to look bad. And Schwartz is like, yeah, the optics, man. Come on, the optics. What fucking optics? If everything's all kosher, what are the optics? What's the issue? If everything is fine, why do you need to lie? Why do you need to hide it? That's because it wasn't kosher. But it's wild to me how sloppy they were about all this the fact that she would even spend the night considering they had just been spotted out at the abbey like they really were just not giving a shit about any of this and at the same time this is when tom and ariana are supposed to be going to couples therapy right because remember he's like i had to take her to couples therapy to make sure we were working on our relationship so to ariana's benefit or to her point or to her side why would you think that this was actually happening if you're both actively trying to save your relationship by going to couples therapy? Like, I would think like, oh, okay, you're taking me to couples therapy. You want to work on our relationship. I want to work on our relationship. Why would I then assume that you're going to be banging one of my good friends? You wouldn't think that because you're both trying to seemingly work on the relationship. But he's a liar, a liar, liar, pants on fire with white nail polish dipped all over it. 
garbage. And Schwartz, too. I'm very disappointed in Schwartz now because this proves, like, Schwartz knew. He full-on knew about the full-on affair. He knew about the hookup in Mexico. He was cool with them staying together, knowing that they'd already had this weird energy. Like, when do you say, like, nah, dude, I'm going to get Raquel. We're going to get in an Uber, and I'm going to take her home because I already know you guys have this weird vibe. You're in a relationship. We need to respect boundaries. Like, no. But Schwartz knew that Raquel spending the night, people would assume that it was for her to hook up with Schwartz rather than people thinking that it would be a hookup with Sandoval. And they lied about it for the optics. Like, it just, I don't get why you would have to lie for the optics knowing that Schwartz also stayed the night with Raquel. Or, like, wouldn't the optics be focused on the two of them? There would be no need to lie. I feel like people should have caught on to this a little bit sooner. But... Very disappointed in Schwartz. He's literally lying about it for the optics. But it's only because the optics were so damn obvious. And now I'm full on convinced that the producers knew about this. They had to have picked up on it at some point and like knew how to drive this train. If anything, my theory is that they probably thought that there was going to be something good to reveal at the reunion about this, about Tom and Raquel, or that it was possibly their setup for next season, right? I don't think they anticipated it to drop when it dropped. And I think that they were going to keep us in, keep this in their back pocket and keep us in the dark until they had control over how they were going to release it or how, or if they had concrete footage or audio of Tom and Raquel talking about this. I think they were waiting to drop that bomb because they knew that it would be good for the show. But because the moment that Ariana finds out wasn't actually caught on camera, that's how I'm like, oh, they, they didn't. They didn't fully catch on. Maybe it was like Lala and Katie where they like suspected stuff. But there was even a producer that I think was commenting on Reddit. I think I saw this on like Reality Blurb or something. They had like screenshots of one of the Vanderpump producers who was like, this was 1000% not staged. This was not a PR stunt. This was not a publicity thing. Like it was just so jarring. Um, And like, obviously we were, we had an inkling and we kind of like would see things. But for the most part, Tom and Raquel were like vehemently denying this. And Raquel was really pushing this thing with Schwartz and with Oliver. So I think they were doing enough of a job to keep people off of the scent, even if there were some eyebrows to be raised about certain things. So, but like I said, we have this week's episode. We have next week that I believe was supposed to be the original finale. And then we have the actual finale, which is on what, May 16th, May 17th. And then we finally get in May 17th. And then we finally get into the reunion, baby. Reunion time. Real Housewives of New York. The reboot officially has a release date for June 16th. Bravo dropped a teaser that shows that the new ladies will be coming on out July 16th, which tells me we're probably going to get a trailer the first week of June, right? Because usually, and Andy confirmed this, it's usually about six weeks before the premiere date. I've noticed it's between four to six weeks. It's not always exactly six weeks. Sometimes it's four, sometimes it's five. But Andy says that's typically, you know, the, the spacing. But now that we have a release date, if you count back six weeks, that's the beginning of June that we can expect to get the the trailer for the Real Housewives of New York reboot. It's going to air on Sundays, which will also have a good kickoff lead in with Real Housewives of Atlanta that's coming back in June. So June or May? When does Atlanta come back? This month, right? At the end of May? I think like May 20-something is when Atlanta's back. And then we have OC that's coming back in June. 
But so Sunday should be interesting. We got the OC trailer last week, which showed the return of Tamara Judge and Vicky Gunvalson. We saw Taylor Armstrong in action facing off with Heather Dubrow. I thought the trailer was good and it looks like it's going to be a good season. We got a newbie in the mix. Andy said that the trailer was actually ready to go like four months ago and he's not really sure what took so long or why they waited so long to release it. But it was supposed to be released. So I think the original like April air dates, I think those were like real estimates and real number, like real um, like calendar estimates. But I guess, yeah. Whatever. It's coming out in June. Okay. So we have Atlanta, we have OC, and then we have New York that's going to be coming in July. And I think it's going to be a good summer, a good summer of fruit, right? We got the Atlanta peaches, we got the New York apples, we got the OC oranges. I'm ready for it. Let's get it. And then Amazon, Amazon's freebie. I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's another streaming network, I guess. But Amazon's freebie, they just announced that they have a new show that they're releasing soon called The Goat. And I mean, it looks interesting. It brings together a bunch of different reality stars to face off for like a big cash prize in the end. Kind of reminds me of The Traders, but not exactly because there's only one winner and... It's not really a show about, like, backstabbing or being a traitor. Um, There'll be a number of different, like, challenges that they'll have to compete in. But it does bring back Kristen Doty for the first time. Jill Zarin is coming back. Um, Reza Farahan is going to be joining the cast here. Let me read off the cast to you. You know that it's our time. It's hosted by Daniel Tosh from Tosh.0. I'm like, we haven't seen Daniel Tosh in a minute. Is Tosh.0 still on? I don't know. But anyway, so we have uh, Tasia Adams from The Bachelor. We have Joe Amabile, Amabile from The Bachelor as well. I guess he was on Dancing with the Stars. I don't know anything about The Bachelor, so forgive me. Kristen Doty's coming back. We have Reza Farahan from Shaws of Sunset. We have CJ Franco from F-Boy Island. Wendell Holland from Survivor. Tech Holmes from The Real World and The Challenge. Justin Johnson and Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's... Oh, Justin Johnson slash Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's Drag Race. Sorry, I don't watch Drag Race either. I know I'm a bad gay. Paula Mayfield from 90 Day Fiance. I don't watch 90 Day Fiance either. Uh, Devon Rogers from Big Brother and The Challenge. Joey Sasso from The Circle and Perfect Match. I know Joey. I did watch The Circle. I do know who Joey is. Jason Smith from The Holiday Baking Championship. Well, that's not very exciting. How did Jason Smith get on the show from the Holiday Baking Championship? Is that like, like, do we keep up with them? That's interesting. Um, Lauren Speed Hamilton from Love is Blind. I do know Lauren. She's married to, um, oh, shoot, what's his name? Cameron. Oh, my God. Such a cute couple. Like the breakout couple of Love is Blind season one. Like the breakout stars. And then Jill Zarin from The Real Housewives in New York City. So we got a good, an interesting cast. Um, I, I guess I'll be... Tuning in, Amazon's freebie. I don't know what freebie is. I know nothing about. Let's actually Google. This is freebie. Like, is it free? Like, what is, what is, Amazon freebie? The goat. Um. What is Amazon? Amazon freebie. It is. Start streaming for free now. Freebie has hit TV shows and movies available for free. Watch now on your streaming device. Stream hit shows and movies at no cost on Freebie. Okay, so it sounds like it's just a free 
um, is an American ad-supported video-on-demand streaming service owned by Amazon with original and licensed programming. So it's like Amazon, doesn't Amazon, isn't that what Amazon Prime is? Now it's Amazon Freebie that's apparently free. I don't know. Why do we need so many streaming services? We really don't. We could have put this on Amazon Prime. Why do we need Freebie? What is Freebie and how is it any different from Amazon Prime? I guess because you rent shows on Amazon Prime. But don't you have like a subscription where you can access them? I don't know. I'm sick of the damn subscriptions. All right. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I just, well, I'm going to, I want to finish watching Firefly Lane. I started it last night when I got home from the airport and I am excited to catch up on it. But thank you guys for joining this week's, thank you guys for joining um, this week's hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. I almost forgot my own name for a minute. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. Um, I'm finally going to be back. All the live streams are going to be back. We're going to be back on track. I do have a big announcement that I'm going to be making soon. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully by the end of the week, I'll be able to make it. So just know that there is another announcement that is coming, coming very, very soon. But... Until then, you can always give me a follow at Just Plain Zach, or you can follow the podcast at No Filter with Zach. If you do have photos from our No Filter Night Out in Philly, be sure to post them and tag me so I can repost them and shout you guys out. But thank you for coming out to Philly. I really, really appreciate it. I cannot wait for the new show in LA at the Bourbon Room with Lala Kent. You can go to nofilterlive.com to get your tickets. That's nofilterlive.com to get your tickets. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Keep me posted on all the tea that you're catching out there because I feel like you're like detectives on the ground. So keep up with the podcast at No Filter with Zach all over the internet at No Filter with Zach or sorry, on, at, on Instagram at Just Plain Zach all over the internet at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button and let me know that you're appreciating the show in a comment below. I love you guys. I appreciate you. If you're listening to this on Apple, leave me a nice five-star Apple podcast review because I love that validation. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Bye. 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 Bye.